Sorry I was late because I was shitting. You can be late to things if you're taking a shit. Why do you sound like you're in an empty pool? Because I'm in an empty pool. That's where that's where I always record from. Isn't that where you record from? Oh no. It's where the magic happens. Everything's falling apart. Oh god. I my pop fil I just I just moved my mic and my pop filter fell off. We're off to a banging start right here. I gotta tell you. We are. I think we're doing great. I think this is really just content gold. When you want to listen to pure audio quality, this is the type of thing that you're listening for. People in sounding like they're in empty pools and equipment falling all around them. I was still talking into my microphone while I was fixing it, so I'm sure you're going to really enjoy editing that portion of the show. That's exciting. Isn't it? It's giving you something to look forward to. Hey, future Andrew... How do you feel about editing this part of the show? Just, uh, do, do you like it? Is it fun? I don't look forward to editing any part of the show, so I can't really look forward to or not look forward to anything more or less. Also, I haven't slept in three months, so who gives a shit? Future Andrew sounds a lot like Chris. Yeah, you have a horrible accident with your larynx. I, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> Oh, shit. I just dropped something. I'm having problems as well. Is this just what being a father is? What is happening with us? Is it weird? Should I, like, I've never thought maybe we should stop and start over again. But this is definitely one of those times where I'm like, maybe we just stop and start over again. And I don't mean like, we'll just pause and then we'll edit all this out. I mean, you and I have to hang up and walk to like a corner of the room like a boxer in a ring, and then come back at it again. Like, start fresh. And create a new series. Yeah, we have to end. This is it. This is the end of this series. That's how podcasting works, okay? You go until you create an episode where it is a complete and utter train wreck, both physically and emotionally, and then you end that series, and then you're required to gestate that into a brand new series. You know what I like about that joke? Nothing. It went on forever and had no punchline. Oh, man. I can feel this is going to be a good episode, man. <laughs> this is, we're just killing it right now. I feel like I'm dying, so we must be killing something. I don't even have a good start for this show. I was writing notes down, and now I lost my place in my little book. Wow. God damn it. What a professional. This is usually how I am at the end of the episode. What the hell is this? I can't wait to see oh where you gosh, get. Oh my gosh, now you're so loud. Why are you so loud? What's going on with everything? Oh, I just got excited. <laughs> Sorry. What's going on with everything? It was just, when I have an erection, I get very loud. Wow. Really? Mm -hmm. That's impressive. Thank you. Yeah, well, that's the only impressive thing about my erection. Is that they're very loud? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, they're, they're not very loud. I get very loud. Oh, okay. I thought they get very loud. Like, once they reach fruition, they, like, have a <gasps> firework. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, this is embarrassing. Sorry. In my mind, it, it just created, like, a wind tunnel sound to it. Like, a you know, when you leave the door and it's slightly ajar, and so it, it creates that whistle and it's just whistling the whole time. Oh. Like a tea kettle. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that would be embarrassing also. Yeah. Do I start the show now? What do I like do? What is happening? What the fuck is this? Uh, <laughs> this is the, I, last, it's funny. I just listened to the last episodes that we were putting out. That was a weird start to that episode. 
This is worse. I don't like this trend. This is not a good trend. I don't like this. I I sound like I'm yelling at you. I think I'm yelling at me. (laughs) I don't remember how the last episode started. Melinda tried to get me to get a Nintendo Switch to play a game to sail across a desert to... Oh, yeah. Racial undertones. That's right. Dig up a dead body. I don't understand either. Yes. Something about Aunt Jemima, I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, who can remember one racist comment we make on this podcast to the next it's all you know kind of wishy-washy from there yes that's true (laughs) i refuse to start the episode that way (laughs) I'm sorry, I can't. I can't, in good conscience, in this cultural climate, start an episode on that joke. We can keep it in. It's totally fine. I can't start the episode that way. We're going to have to keep going. We're like seven and a half minutes in, and we haven't even started this episode. I don't even know. What are we talking about today? No, you want to do, uh, do you want to talk about the Keaton news on the next episode? Say that again? For the next episode. What about the next episode? What do you want to talk about on it? Oh, right. We do topics on this show. <laughs> I, I I was about to be like, we're going to talk about Middle Ditch and Schwartz. Oh. Do you, did you see Watchmen? Have you seen Watchmen? I've seen all of Watchmen. Do you want to talk about Watchmen? Let's talk about Watchmen. Great. That'll be, that'll be fantastic. Please keep this part in so they can tell the absolute professional quality of preparation that we put into every single episode. <laughs> Listen, you download things for free. That's true. We're not going to whatever that... There's some company that charges for podcasts. We're not going over to them. A lot of podcasts have made the switch over to there. We're not doing it. Yeah, mostly because they wouldn't have us. But that's neither here nor there, all right? The point is, we're staying tried and true. Right. We can make an oath right here for our audience. We will never, ever switch to a pay-as-you-go podcast provider until it becomes more lucrative to us. Absolutely. I wholeheartedly stand by that statement. We will not become a premium podcast until the moment that they start paying us to be a premium podcast. And you can take my words to the bank. You can take our word to the bank and you will see us there depositing our checks. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news, all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and impregnate your wife. My name is Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Whose wife am I impregnating? It's not whose wife you're impregnating, it's whose wife am I impregnating. Right. 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 What? Yep. (laughs) So, um... (laughs) Do you want to, uh, do you want to, should we get into the news? I think we've bullshitted around things enough. Oh, sure. <laughs> let's do, I got a couple of, I got a, I got a few news stories. Uh, yeah, let's get right into this. I got a little bit of everything, Andrew. I got a little Marvel. I got a little DC. What do you want to talk about first? Uh, 
Disney. Too bad. I want to talk about Scott Pilgrim. God damn it. I found this story just for you, by the way. Edgar Wright was doing an interview with Entertainment Weekly about the, let's see, is it the 10-year anniversary? Yes. Yeah, it's 10 years old this August. And w- during the interview, of course, they asked about possible sequel, and everybody pretty much said, yeah, that's definitely not going to happen because they, they don't really make sequels for movies that um, <laughs> don't do well. Yeah. And so they said, the movie's not going to happen, but they are actually working on a Scott Pilgrim animated series. Wow. Now, Edgar Wright did not confirm that it's like it's 100% going forward and we have a network and a, and a, or a streaming service or anything like that, but they are, they are working on possibly making a Scott Pilgrim animated series. They're working with comic creator Brian Lee O'Malley about the idea. Um, so I would assume that the show would be in the same animation style as the comic itself. So kind of like almost an anime style Scott Pilgrim show. Uh, first of all, I know that you're that you love Scott Pilgrim. How into this idea are you? I mean, if you can't hear my erection screaming from there, I think you need to get your ears checked. I thought somebody had put on a tea kettle. That's my mistake. Sorry. Oh, okay. We're just going out on that joke, or <laughs> yeah, we're just going to go out on that joke. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, uh, you can continue. Oh, okay. We are just crushing it today. This is such a good episode. I legitimately was debating uh, letting my erection speak and giving it a voice, but I'm not going to do that. I'm extremely excited <laughs> for this. I think it's a. I I didn't know about it. In fact, I almost brought some Scott Pilgrim news to this, which was that they were planning for the 10 year anniversary to do a script reading with the cast, and they would film it and put it out. Ooh. But I didn't hear about any animated series or anything like that i'm yeah incredibly intrigued so edgar wright was talking about this so he would be involved presumably he would be involved in some sort of way i i would assume that he has the rights in some capacity to doing this if he was one of the producers on the movie he may have some stake in the rights to putting this out well and brian lee o'malley quite frankly is the kind of artist who would just be like yeah you did a great job with my comic turning it into a movie so please continue yeah let's keep this going in some sort of capacity because you clearly understand the gist of what i'm yeah the vision of what i of what i do and what i'm going for with it like i said this is in early stages so it's not necessarily uh, official yet, and they don't know exactly what this is going to be. So from my perspective, this is what I was thinking. It could be one of three things. I'm going to throw them out there to you, and I'm gonna, I just kind of want your reaction on each one. So this is either going to be like an animated retelling of the comic slash movie. It could be a sequel to the original comic or the movie, or it's simply an ongoing series using the characters from Scott Pilgrim. So is there one of those out of the three that you would want the most? Uh, Honestly, I wish I could remember who did it. There was an artist on Instagram. Melinda actually forwarded this to me and was like, is this real? And I don't think it is. I think it's just fan art. But an artist made a, uh, what I believe is a piece of fan art, of Rose Pilgrim. And the fan art features this, like, young teenage girl. And she's very hip, very cool. And in the background, her parents... Uh, which are basically his her mother is a sort of not quite middle-aged woman probably in her 30s or 40s uh, with blue hair and her dad is literally just the comic book version that we saw of scott pilgrim but now he has a mustache uh, that's really cool 
That's really funny. I mean, I think that's an interesting idea. I would rather not see the same thing we just saw again, because like, if they make a cartoon and it's just the story of Scott Pilgrim, it's probably just going to be the exact same story as the comics. And it's not going to be better than the comics. Sure. So I would just rather read the comics, you know? I don't know if it... See, I'd be fine with anything else. I'd be fine with a prequel. I'd be fine with a sequel. I'd be fine with, like, a spinoff. Like, what's going on at the same time? Like, there's a character... Did you ever read the comics? Yes. Yeah, I've read it a a couple of times. There's a character that I think is the ex-girlfriend's dad or something like that. It's like a... Or maybe it's Knives' dad or something like that. There's, like, the samurai who shows up throughout the... He shows up throughout the the series and, like, just tries to kill Scott and you don't know why until, like, it's revealed at the end. We could see a spinoff of, like, everything that guy is doing leading up to him eventually having a showdown with Scott Pilgrim. Or whatever, you know? Um, It could be something at the same time, it could be before, it could be after. I'd like to see a different story than the one we have already seen in comic form and in film form. Right, right, right. I think, I mean, I, I think a sequel would work really well to this where it's just like a two-hour movie however i think they could be fun and you could do both i don't i don't think you could have to limit it to just one idea but i think an ongoing series could be kind of interesting kind of in the vein of steven universe which i know you're also a fan of yeah which you have now watched every episode of right you betcha because you you started watching it after you you loved that panel so much, I did love. I actually did love that panel so much, and I did. I know, watch and it. you. Start, that's why you watched the whole thing after, right? I've watched every single episode and the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you watched it. What was it? How was it? What was it about the movie? I don't remember. It, uh, so Steven Universe, uh, and the other uh, gems, they have to stop the evil gem from taking the energy of the of the gems that's spot on good job so you have seen it thank you i thank you okay good (laughs) man it was really hard to do with that gun pointing at my head um that's my erection (laughs) if nothing else through this train wreck of an episode we've at least linked on to some sort of running gag <laughs> i'll tell you about it you know, don't Never say mind. no i heard it as soon as it as soon as it came out of my mouth i was like i shouldn't have said gag but i think an ongoing series just with the characters of scott pilgrim could be really good i mean the episodes of steven universe that at least the first season are like 11 minutes and they're just like quick snippet type of scenarios which could be really funny and i think with the way that the that Brian Lee O'Malley writes the humor of Scott Pilgrim, uh, if you get writers in a writer room that can capture that, you can make an ongoing series that could be really fun. Uh, just using these characters because it's fun to just kind of be with them and watch their reactions to the thing because their reactions to and their perspective on the world is kind of askew. And so I think that could be really really cool. That being said, I think if you want to go balls to the wall, do a two hour. Or an hour and a half animated sequel to the original movie. I have no pitches for what that plot would be, but it, that could be really cool. How about uh, Scott's evil exes? Scott's... Oh, Scott's evil exes? Oh, yeah. Right? Absolutely. That's right. I forgot. That's how the whole thing is. Yeah. 
do that. Just pick it right up from where it ends yeah. from that moment and then keep going with it. That you're, that's a brilliant idea. That'd be great, actually. Um, especially now when they're trying to make more female protagonists. So then you have Scott Pilgrim essentially take like the supporting role and have the ex-girlfriend. I think that's a fantastic idea. That's actually really good. And we already know two of them because we know Knives and we know um, Envy, I think is her name, right? The the, the superstar. Right, right. And then you just have fun filling out the rest. Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum will all be returning for Jurassic World Dominion, which is good because I've always felt this series didn't have enough dinosaurs in it. Oh, Got him. During a recent interview with Yahoo Movies UK, Sam Neill explained, quote, We're all the way through the film, Jeff Goldblum and me and Laura. <laughs> I think that just means they have seen only the three of them together. <laughs> on a com- I, 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 I can't imagine they're just like, Sam, Laura, Jeff, just you guys just stay in this room right here. And it's them just waiting. Well, it could also mean, as I was reading it, I was like, he could mean that they finished their scenes. We're all the way through the film. Goldblum and me and Laura. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's 100% the way that quote probably goes. He's like, no, we're in a... It's, it's like max three and a half minutes. That's it. But, you know, we're all the way through that three and a half minute scene. We shot it and everything. It's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's done. It's in the can. He, he says, like, we're... Th- I think you're 100% correct. There's, I don't think they're throughout the movie. What are they going to do? What are they going to, what are they going to do? It's a phone call. It's definitely, oh my gosh, I really, this is what I think it is. They're going to zoom them into the movie throughout the movie. Chris Pratt's going to be hiding behind a boulder with a velociraptor trying to get at him. And they're like, what do we do? And he's like, I got an idea. Just go with me. And he pulls out his phone and you just hear like the bling bling. That's the zoom sound that I'm assuming is correct. Oh, I see. I was I was going to say it could be an old Nokia. Because you remember when they were looking for their sat phone and it was underneath a giant mound of shit? What if the three of them are just under a giant mound of shit? It'd be genius. I like to think they just come out and they go, they sing the song. They go, da-na-na, na-na, da-na-na, na-na, And then they just leave. One of them plays it on an alto sax like every kid in high school did that year. Right, or on the recorder. Oh, brilliant. That year. How old were you when that movie came out, you old man? Are you the same age as Sam Neill? Yes. <laughs> That's how I know he's throughout the movie. Because I read it in my AARP magazine. <laughs> Look, honestly, if these three characters were at the movie, I think it'd be great because I like these characters better than I like any of the characters in the new batch of movies yeah, anyway. Definitely. I could not name... I name them by their actor name yeah. because I don't really remember them. And one of them, I don't even remember the actor. Is it Jessica Chastain? Is it Bryce Dallas Howard? Is it Christina Hendricks? Who knows? They're all the same person. We're saying that because they have red hair. We're not saying that because they're women. Just FYI. Just before before we become some sort of a hashtag. No, okay? they have been shoehorned into the same archetypes that Hollywood consistently needs. Redhead? I mean, not just redhead, right? Like pale skin. I don't know, like normal, I don't know how to describe it, like work uniform. Normal. <laughs> they, they were shoehorned in that horrible stereotype of normal. <laughs> well, no, that is though, right? Like, how many normal characters has Johnny Depp played? How many normal characters has Chris Pratt played? 
Like every male actor. That's okay. First of all, first of all, it's hard for Johnny Depp to portray a normal person because he is a not a normal person. Okay. When you listen, everyone wants to give him like Oscar nominations and accolades every time he plays some sort of weird offbeat character with a weird walk or fake teeth or whatever, except Johnny Depp has fake teeth and walks weird and it's just such an odd person when he plays just a normal human being they should give him all the awards all right because he never is that he's never done that in his life just been a normal person who's just like hey you know what i think i'm gonna have for breakfast eggs he's always like i think i'm gonna have guava juice that i'm gonna fly to my private island on a flock of birds giant genetically altered birds that i grew myself organically chris and i'm gonna squeeze it into what the fuck am i saying where am i going with chris this? yes can you hear me yeah can you hear me i have something to tell you yes birds aren't real oh, it's because johnny depp hasn't made them yet <laughs> andrew uh-huh have you ever danced with the devil in the pale blue light i mean once in a park that's good because michael keaton is in talks to be batman once again uh see because it was a line from the movie batman i can't believe you went with that one and not do you want to get nuts let's get nuts <laughs> which by the way is a question i ask every time i go into the supermarket <laughs> i like how you took a really badass line and made it into the worst <laughs> dad joke in history <laughs> It's an art form of what you just did. It was really just <laughs> the acrobatics that that took to bend that line into absolute monotony and lameness. I'm, I applaud you, sir. I applaud you. Thank you. You're going to fucking want to kill me after this one. I'll make sure to thank you in my Adatomy Award speech. masturbating is that what that is yes masturbating in appreciation the noblest form of masturbation there is <laughs> what if i just kept doing this the whole time all right i gotta stop because <laughs> excuse me future andrew um how do you feel about having to edit me slow clapping during this episode i mean it's fine <laughs> i didn't even think you could last as long as you ended up going so i'm very proud of you <laughs> oh neither did my wife <laughs> what were we talking about? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. <laughs> Michael Keaton needs to get some nuts. Uh, Michael Keaton is, is in talks to return as Batman in the new Flashpoint movie that eventually is coming out theoretically if they can find a director and maybe an actor to portray the Flash that isn't going to shove a woman to the floor. It's Oh, God. It's going to come out right after... Uh, what's that movie that's never coming out? All of them? That got dark. No, the the X-Men one about kids being in an asylum. Oh, New Mutants. Yeah, that one. Yeah. It's going to come out right after that one. I got to say, however, I'm going to choose to believe this wholeheartedly just because maybe maybe it's simply because I just need this right now. <laughs> but I'm super excited about this. I think it's really inspired. And I think if you can get him back, get him back. Because he's now kind of one of the few Batman's that people talk about where the, where everyone is kind of like, yeah, I'm on board with the Michael Keaton Batman. I think this could go a number of different ways. I think that incorporating him as an older Batman, uh, could go 
in a few different directions, do you pick up the Burton verse and just like show how much do you show of it? Is it Batman beyond, uh, you know, where there is another Batman? Is he still Batman? Has he retired? Why is he retired? I would love to see so much about this world uh, of where it ended after Batman returns is Batman forever and Batman and Robin actually part of the universe and has it come like kind of back around again and so michael Keane's batman has to admit that he lived through that and went and did all of those things and then it has come back around i think it'd be fascinating to see i just am so positive they're gonna fuck it up i mean i think there's a good chance that they could i'll be honest i've never been wild about the flashpoint movie i've never been wild about using this story arc of flashpoint as one of the live action movies i don't I'm not like wild about this idea, but if it gets us Michael Keaton, Batman again, if it gets us the ability to revisit the 1989 Batman universe, I'm all for it. And I'm hoping that they would be smart enough not to keep this to like a scene, that this would be something that is, um, that is, is a major part of the story and not just some sort of weird cameo yeah i don't know i mean i don't know because i don't know where you are on the the michael keaton batman maybe um maybe it's just me. he's fine like i think he's a decent batman uh i think he's one of like we've had some duds and we've had some really good ones you love Clooney so bad. okay it's not Clooney that i love it's his nipples that i just i couldn't get enough of them well i mean who can really and the the master card i mean the don't leave home without it or whatever uh, never leave the Batcave without the American it. Express. Yeah, that's what it was. Which is so it's so bougie. Like everyone would know it's Bruce Wayne. Who in Gotham has American Express other than Bruce Wayne? Well, also, you know, you got to go through a credit check with that and everything. So sure. somebody, you know, you got to put down a social security number. So does Batman have his own social security number? Yeah, it's not even a number. It's one word. I guess justice. These are all things that. <laughs> You know what? Bruce Wayne, in creating the identity of Batman, would take it to such an extreme uh, that he would have to make up his own social security number, and he would use the numerical value of the word justice. I can 100% see that. The, like, binary code for justice. Yes. That only he and, like, the Riddler would ever figure out, and blah, 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 blah. And everyone's like, why don't you just put five 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 five? Why do you have to be a dick like this? Why do you have to make this so complicated? Why do you need a card? Just carry around cash. You're Bruce Wayne. Mm. Whatever. Because he's because he's a billionaire, and so he'd only have large bills, and that in itself would be telling. Oh, no. Yeah, it's a smokescreen, right? Because they're like, oh, Batman must be a really poor guy. He can only afford to buy stuff with a credit card. <laughs> I think the idea of credit cards today has flipped from what credit cards used to be when the movie Batman and Robin came out. Yeah. Look, man, this is what I'm trying to tell you. There's a lot of layers to that film. That's why it's the best one. You know what? You've turned me around on Batman and Robin. I, I You know what? We should start a petition. Hmm. Let's start a petition for Criterion Collection version okay, yeah. of Batman and Robin. I think we can all get on board on this. It would be ice to see that. Anyway, we had a whole point that we were going for here. And that was that I think it'd be fine... But like, I don't know. I don't really give a shit. Like that movie, I was like three when that movie came out. You know, I haven't seen it since I was like five or six, probably. So really, like, you haven't seen it in that long? Probably, yeah. I'm not. Uh, look, I don't remember being a huge fan of it. I remember him looking real weird and like being covered in a like. I didn't even know who Batman was when that movie came out. You know, 
So, I, I, I don't know, I guess. I mean, he's a good actor. It'd be nice to have him. But that's the other thing, is that, like, the problems that this movie is going to have, the problems this movie is, yeah, is going to have. <laughs> so, so exhausted, I'm checking my fucking grammar. <laughs> he said with absolute certainty. The problems are not going to be related with who plays Batman in the movie, I think. I'm excited for it until the movie comes out and it bombs and they go, oh, I guess we can't use Michael Keaton in any movies anymore because he must be the reason it did badly, you know? And then Ezra Miller's like, yeah, it's it's his fault. Get out of my way. And he shoves it. <laughs> because also, he's going to be in Morbius and you know that movie's going to blow. So, like, it's probably not going to make any money. And so people are going to be like, oh, it's just this guy. Possibly. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't know. That's one option, like, one possibility of what could happen. I'm just saying that, like, here's the thing. What I what I think they should do, I'm actually very excited for this to be a Flashpoint film, because I think it's a good opportunity for them him to fuck everything up in the timeline, and then be like, okay, I think I fixed it. And then he comes back and he's like, oh, shit, everything's different. And then Robert Pattinson is Batman. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, I guess we kind of got it right. It turns out that Bruce Wayne isn't Bruce Wayne. He, he was born as a guy named Ben Affleck, and he's an alcoholic. But I guess this is for the best. That, that's the one thing about this, is that... The character of the Flash that they give us in Justice League is such a complete fuck up. Oh my god. I'm like, I don't see this character doing Flashpoint and then being able to competently actually return everything back to normal. Yeah. Well, it doesn't though, right? In the comics, that doesn't happen anyway, right? It's not perfect. There are slight... that's the new 52, right? That's the new 52. But then yeah. with Rebirth, it found out that Dr. Manhattan actually had a hand in it. It's a whole thing. Right, right. Like two weeks later, they did Rebirth. <laughs> right, exactly. Here's the thing with this movie. And maybe I'm just liking the idea of Michael Keaton's Batman being in it because I'm like, I'd rather watch the Michael Keaton Batman than I would the Ezra Miller Flash. Good call. Yeah, Thank good you. point. I don't think in a Flashpoint movie, the Flash that they've given us would be able to fix everything. And at that point, if he comes back from whatever he's doing to try to fix everything and it's not fixed and that's the end of the movie, I'm like, but the whole point of the movie was to fix it. You didn't actually do anything. You just fucked things up less. Is that an ending? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. How would you feel if they do Flashpoint and he meets Bruce Wayne, but he's old and retired, he's got a dog, and then he fixes everything, but he doesn't fix everything, Bruce Wayne is still this old man, and then it turns out that Robert Pattinson, who's this young kid in maybe, we'll say college, like early college, and he really wants to be Batman, and he accidentally finds bruce wayne's old lair so bruce wayne decides to give him his own bat suit that's black with a red symbol on the chest and it's then terry mcginnis yeah i think i mean so michael keaton is old man bruce wayne right 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 honestly if that was something like that were to happen i would rather they have the flashpoint movie happen right and michael keaton's batman is an alternate timeline from ezra miller then Ezra Miller fixes everything, goes back to his original timeline, and then we stay with the Michael Keaton timeline and just continue from there. And they're just like, yep, that timeline is completely done. You don't even have to worry about it anymore. Ezra Miller comes back to the Justice League universe and is like, oh shit, I forgot the cameramen. <laughs> right. And it's just like, and we're just like, don't worry about it. You can, that's done now. So now we're going to continue with this completely different storyline, this completely different timeline with all brand new actors, except for Gal Gadot and 
Jason Momoa, but we'll just keep going with this. Zachary Levi. Yeah, and Zachary Levi. That's fine. I watched Shazam. Have you seen Shazam? I have seen Shazam. You haven't? I have. I like it. It's, yeah, it's excellent. I loved it. I, I thought it was, like, it was on par with, like, a medium level Marvel movie. That's how I felt about it as well. I'm like, yeah, this is, this, that was right in that vein of, like, Aquaman and Shazam and, um, Wonder Woman, where it was like, okay, like, more of this, please. Yeah. I mean, I thought Wonder Woman was fine. I thought it was very mediocre with some highlights. Wow. Well, you are such a misogynist. Look, uh, here's the thing. If your writing is terrible, your movie is terrible. And that's, I, like, generally speaking, for me. By the way, the, just the, for the record, I'm in agreement with you. I'm, I'm I know, very I know, okay, I know. We've talked about this Wonder ad Woman. nauseum. But for the listeners... I feel like if you have a bad plot, if you have bad dialogue, if all of the script is bad, then your movie is probably bad. There are a couple instances where you can sort of dig your way out, and they do a good job with it. Like, um, what's her name? Peggy, the director. Carter. No, it's not Carter. I can't remember her name. Because you're a misogynist. Patty. It's Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins does a really good job with it, but it's just it's just not enough to make it good, like to tip it all the way over. And Aquaman, I fuck, I can't get through it. I fucking fall asleep in the middle of it every single goddamn time. It is, yeah, it's really long. All right, well, let's let's move off off of this thing that you haven't seen since you were five. Chris, yes, Chris, yes, Chris, yes, Chris, yes, Chris, yes. See, I can do this all day. <laughs> oh, Captain America reference. Have you ever wondered? How much cocaine Shirley Temple did in her prime? Have I ever? Then good news, because Showbiz Kids is coming to HBO. Showbiz Kids is a new documentary directed by Bill and Ted's Alex Winter that explores the personal complexities of growing up as a child star. When is this coming out? I am actually... I'll totally be down for this. I have no idea. I probably should have looked that up. <laughs> I love I love when you do your due diligence on a story. <laughs> nope, that's a different thing. This says the year two thousand, but I don't think that's it. And I look, I look it up, and I'm like, oh, this is on Showtime right now. It's been on since the year two thousand. What the fuck? July fourteenth. So it'll probably be out by the time this is released. Well, congratulations. You just found yourself a new reading assignment. I yeah, I'm totally interested. Is it a miniseries or is it a is it a film? That's a great question. I should have looked that up beforehand. Wow, we're really killing it today. Do they do a whole episode? <laughs> it's a documentary. Just on- it's one movie. Oh, it's one movie. So like it's not going to be one episode completely just on the cocaine. Correct. About where the cocaine came from. I mean, from I feel and... like it is going to be one episode entirely devoted to cocaine, but that's the whole movie. Well, I mean, why would you watch anything less? I mean, just reenactments of Shirley Temple doing the cocaine. They got some, they hired some midget in a wig. I don't think I'm supposed to say midget anymore. They hired a little person in a wig. <laughs> doing mock cocaine. So it looks it like. It looks sh- like Will Wheaton is in it. Alex Winter had this to say about the film. This is the story I've been waiting to tell for many years. Having grown up in the business, I've never seen experiences... What? (laughs) Having grown... God damn it. I'm too fucking old for this. Having grown up in the business, I've never seen the experiences of a child actor from their early career through to the transition into adulthood, told from the perspective of those involved... 
I'm honored that these talented actors trusted me with their very personal stories. And Alex Winter, evidently, was a child actor. He started on Broadway at the age of like eight years old. Wow. And then he did Bill and Ted and no one ever heard from him again. By the way, I'm choosing to take the quote you just read in its entirety as the exact quote, including the part where you stumbled over it. Yeah, that's what he did. I'm choosing to decide that Alex Winter was in the middle of the quote when... Wait, what the fuck? What is this? And they, for some reason, put that in print. Well, yeah. In fact, I didn't actually read that. I I just played the clip for you. Oh, that was really... Wow. Alex Winter sounds a lot like Andrew Dunn. The same way that future Andrew Dunn sounds a lot like Chris. He does. That's crazy. I don't know what happens to those poor people, but... Yeah. Voices are weird, you know? I do. I mean, listen, I would totally be down for that. I, I will say the fact that, like, a child star making a documentary about child stardom always... It's fascinating because it's just a snake eating its own tail for two hours. I don't know. What do you mean by that? That was supposed to be poetic. Wait, so are you going to watch this or are you just telling me about this? Because you're like, here, you fucking watch this and let me know how it is. I mean, I hadn't thought that far ahead. I was just saying this is a thing that there's a trailer for it and everything. Will Wheaton is in it. There's a trailer for it? Mm -hmm. How many people doing cocaine is in the trailer? Just me. (laughs) Fair enough. Have you watched the trailer? I have. Okay, good. So you did do that. How dare you? How dare I? I'm excellent at what I do. (laughs) You you are. Here's a little positivity to end your day. And by positivity, I mean, I'm going to give you a positive story, which you will then take and subvert into some sort of negative thing. But I know you love to do that. So I like to feed the beast for you. Here we go. You ready? Am I? All right. (laughs) Free comic book day is expanded uh, during this pandemic time. They've expanded Free Comic Book Day to nine weeks. Wow. Nine weeks that people are going to be able to spread a pandemic. Yeah. So, wow. You got it even before I got to the full story. That was really... (laughs) I'm impressed by that. Holy cow. Usually you listen to the whole thing and then you Not today, find baby. some nugget that I would have never even thought of. You're really on fire today. Thank wow. you. Thank you. I'm literally on fire. I'm, I'm, I'm it's very painful. Okay. Free comic book day, which is a great little thing that the comic industry does to encourage young readers to get out and read and things like that. It's usually just one day out of the year. This year, they have decided that... It's going to run from July 15th, so probably by about the time this this episode comes out, it's going to be when the first free comic book day, and will run through September 9th. So, you know, they haven't announced, none of the publishers have announced what's going to be included in the free comic book day. A lot of times nowadays they do, it's a, a promotional issue for a new title that's going to come out or a new character they want to push or something like that. But they were saying that in total, amongst Marvel, DC, Image, Dark Horse, Boom, and some other pub- smaller publishers, 45 issues are going to be distributed for free during the whole the whole period, along with two additional educational support releases. So that's actually really cool. I've always loved Free Comic Book Day and what it stands for. And I think this is a good thing. I know that now things might change because of the pandemic kind of rising again and things shutting down. So I don't know. This is kind of a fresh story that came out right before everything started going back up as far as people getting infected. 
But I think that's this is a really cool thing. And it's something that people can can kind of look forward to amongst all this other stuff that's that's going down. Yeah. Go to town, Andrew. Do it. No, I do don't, it. What do you got? <laughs> I know you're I know you got something good. Lay it on me, Don. Hit me. Do it. Uh it's a very long amount of time. Why is that necessary? Like what is the is it so is it because they want what is the de- like I don't understand. Why? I think I don't well they don't really give. Hold on. Are there are like different comics going to be released on different days? Yes. So so it's not every single day from the. It's every it's every Wednesday when the new comics come out. So they will have different free comics starting July fifteenth to September 9th. I mean, I guess that's cool. <laughs> you. <laughs> had nothing and that's the that's what you you had to throw something out you felt like obligated to throw that out didn't you (laughs) look i'm gonna level with you free comic book day is a cool thing i don't know that it is made significantly better like the whole point is that it's cool that you can get some free comics in all honesty i think it would be way cooler if you could just walk in and pick any issue you wanted because it's usually like specific ones that are like hey we're trying to sell you this cheap thing that no one's reading right that's what yeah that's what i said lately that's what they've done in the past years is they use this as a way of of right trying to get new readers to to hop onto a new um yeah either a new title or a new storyline that's going to be coming out, or, or a new character that's going to be debuting. I feel like there was an executive board meeting where they were like, man, people really aren't reading any of our comics. Uh, let's take the 45 worst ones and make people read them? Well, I think the idea... They, no, usually they will use some of their major characters, but they'll use it as like... Um, sometimes. Sometimes. But they'll use it as there like... There'll be a, like one. No, they'll use, they'll use bigger characters, but they'll use it as like a... Uh, almost like an issue zero, like a, a prequel to, or a, a ramp up to a new upcoming storyline that, that's gonna happen to try and get you interested in jumping on board and being like, hey, there's a new storyline that's gonna start. So if you're looking for an endpoint to this title, you can get in right here and you can kind of, you, you'd know what was going on. You wouldn't feel lost or things like that. I guess. Here's what I know. Okay. Last year, when Melinda and I went to our favorite comic shop, mm-hmm. they only let us get three each. We could pick any of three of the big amount that they had. So we could have gotten a total of six, and I'm pretty sure we left with five. Okay. Sure. 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 You know what? Here's the thing. I asked for this, so I have no one to blame but myself. You did. It, it's also like 103 degrees in my recording studio, so that might be part of it, too. I'm sure I'm, it is. I'm sure it's... I Actually, I'm sure it's very hot. It is. Now that I think about it, and knowing where you record, it's gotta be just... It's a million degrees. Terrible. I'm literally only in my underwear, and I'm just soaking the chair that I'm sitting in. Oh, that's... From pee. Oh, that's so sexy. You're welcome. That is so sexy. Do you have anything else, sir? Oh, yeah. I have a ton of stuff. There's been so much news. Okay, go go for it. Give me, let's do, let's do one more and then we'll wrap this up. Oh, fuck that. God damn it. Okay, one more. Because I've got three more main ones and then I've got like six small ones. The Simpsons will no longer have white actors voice non-white actors. Congratulations, everyone. We solved racism. Yep. This, uh, this comes after... Uh, voice actors from Family Guy, Big Mouth, and uh, Central Park have already uh, agreed to do this as well. Let's see. Hey, Chris, remember back when we solved racism? 
Well, that's too bad, because Taika Waititi's production company is developing three projects penned by Maori writers that tell the stories that deal with the effects of colonization. But these projects won't make sense anymore because racism is dead. Yeah, well, they'll all be period pieces. There's two movies and a TV show. They sound really interesting, and everyone should look them up. And this is the one that's crazy to me that I love, but I also hate. Um, So here's the thing. Okay. We're finally getting a Princess Bride remake. It's the Princess Bride remake we've always wanted. It's got a million amazing actors in it. But it turns out As You Wish is kind of a monkey's paw type situation because it's being shot entirely on the actors' phones and none of the actors are in the same shots together, social distancing and what have you. Uh, Do you know anything about this? No, this you need to elaborate on. It's directed by Jason Reitman. What? Here's some of the cast list. Are you ready? Okay. Josh Gad appears as the grandson. Rob Reiner as the grandfather. Common plays Wesley. Tiffany Haddish portrays Princess Buttercup. Hugh Jackman plays Humperdinck. The cast changes characters frequently, giving many actors the chance to play each part, including Jennifer Garner, Sam Rockwell, Leslie Bibb, Neil Patrick Harris and his husband David Burtka, Chris Pine, Annabelle Wallace, Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner, Lucas Hedges... Jenna Ortega, David Ayala, whose name I've never been able to pronounce, Jack Black, Diego Luna, J.K. Simmons, Catherine Reitman, Andy Serkis, Elijah Wood, Beanie Feldstein, Dave Bautista, Dennis Haysbert, Taika Watiti, David Spade, John Hamm, Stephen Merchant, Mackenzie Davis, Nicholas Braun, Robert Wool, Don Johnson, Ari Grainer, Thomas Lennon, Brandon Routh, uh, Courtney Ford, Zoe Deutsch, Zazie Beetz, Patton Oswalt, and his daughter Alice, Rain Wilson, Pedro Pascal, Jason Siegel, Keegan-Michael Key, and Fred Savage reprising his role as the grandson 33 years later. These are not all of the actors. Wait, first of all, I'm pretty sure... Okay, so they all trade parts. I was like, you've named more people than are in the actual movie of <laughs> The Princess Bride. right. And here's the thing. It's being filmed over time. Some of the scenes are already online available to watch, including Diego Luna playing Inigo Montoya and Jack Black playing Wesley in the scene where they meet. Really? Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, it's bad. Hold on. I gotta, I'm now looking this up. I'm actually, I'm so flat. Maybe I'm just so flabbergasted by the whole thing that I'm like, I'm down for this. I want to see what this is, what this is like. Oh, I almost made a mistake. There was a, um, I was typing in Princess Bride and the article for the whole thing that we're just talking about came up, but it's through Fox News. I almost clicked it and I was like, oh, oh God, no, I can't yep, have you that. You almost gave him a quarter of a penny. Well, it's not even that. I'm just like, I can't have that in my algorithm. Sure. Like I can't put that into the, yeah. into the Google algorithm. Then your, Jeez. your Google uh, Chrome will think you're racist. I mean, when doesn't it? Yeah, it'll be accurate. Sure. Chris, hold on a second. I have to say goodnight to my son. This is so unprofessional of you. Do you want to say something, Rowan? No? Feeling quiet for the first time today? Hey, buddy. That's fine. What's going on? I love you, bud. Good night. That's my favorite sound he makes. Good night, bud. I love you. I'll see you bright and early in the morning. Oh, he's smiling. Say goodnight to Chris. He's probably pooping. (gasps) Oh, he said goodnight to me. Was that your son or was that your penis? (laughs) Okay, good night, bud.
He's like, I can do one of those things. Um, I am kind of down for this. I Did think you this watch is it? Hilarious. I didn't watch it because I didn't want to play the the sound of it. But I'm just looking at this. So doesn't... go to another one. Go go find it on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Hold on, wait. It's literally it's like two minutes long or something. The Jack Black one. That's the only one I saw. It's the only one I watched, and it was not good. Oh, I like it. This is hilarious. It's also on Quibi. Yeah, it's on Quibi. I guess, or something. Quibi's that thing that is 10-minute videos that you pay for. I think it's cute. I think it's hilarious. What's wrong with this? What's the problem? If Hollywood's going to make remakes, I would rather they actually put some money behind it. They're not making this into an actual thing. It's a thing that they're doing during the pandemic. I want them to do it. I want them to make a real thing. Oh, that's your point? Yes. Oh. I thought you just were upset about this because they're just making it. No, it's... Look, they're having fun. Who gives a shit? I'm I'm upset that, like, we are getting the most famous group of a hundred people making a remake of this film, and it's just for goofs. But that doesn't mean that they couldn't do it later. Maybe... I mean, this could prompt them to gain interest Chris, in Chris, save your breath. I know where you're going with this, and I just have no optimism left. Right, but <laughs> to be fair, you had no optimism before all of this, right? That's right. And then I had a child. The, there you go. That's what I'm saying. I think it's I think it's hilarious. I think it's funny. I'm probably going to watch more. All right. Are you ready for some quick hits before we wrap up? Oh, am I ever. Chris Miller tweeted, The development of new groundbreaking art techniques being done for the next Spider-Verse movie are already blowing me away. It's going to make the first movie look quaint. I know. I read that quote too, and I'm I'm like, ah, oh, this can't come soon enough. Clone High is being rebooted with Lord and Miller at the helm. Again, anything with the phrase Lord and Miller attached to it, I'm like, this can't come soon enough. Marvel's 616, which is a docu-series on, that's coming to Disney+, and uh, directors include uh, Jillian Jacobs and Paul Shear. Ooh, now that I'm very interested in. 616 is, of course, the actual Marvel comic universe, the main world it is but i'm not sure what this is going to be I, it's a docu-series so i think it's gonna be about making the movies or is it about is it about the history of marvel i don't know maybe mm. this is something we should keep our eye on the creators of westworld are making a fallout series for amazon well i mean they've gotten done making one very confusing and cerebral show why not make a second one and uh there's a new poster for Umbrella Academy Season 2. Uh, is that the one with the cast all covered in blood? Are, are they all, all covered in blood? Are all the posters with the cast all covered in blood? Maybe? I just remember them looking all... They they all look 70s'd out, and there might be like a spiral yeah. in the background that's black and white. Uh, yeah. Listen, just give us the damn season already. Why do I have to wait another month? I, I think it's... It's uh, end of the month. Yeah, I think it's almost out. As reported by you. Uh, last but not least, uh, there's... Uh, 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 protests in america that are being sparked by racial injustice are we still on this <laughs> we didn't talk about it last time i felt like it should at least get a mention no not you and i i just meant us as a nation yeah yeah we're still talking about the fact that unarmed black people are being murdered systemically in our streets wait no but they recasted family guy didn't didn't that fix it waka waka uh right you got anything else no no, I don't. You don't. Really? You don't have anything to top horrible racial injustice? Um, Anthony Mackie said that he's disgusted with the way Marvel never hired 
a black crew for any movie other than Black Panther. Yeah, I read that too. I would agree with that as well. Yeah. Ray Fisher said Joss Whedon is an asshole. I, I read that and I was like, makes sense. And yeah. <laughs> I will say, I'm like, I don't know. It's odd. I'm like, oh, okay. So the Snyder cut's coming out. So you feel like you're safe now? Is that what's going on? Yeah. That, okay, cool. All right. Well, then I think that's, that's just about it. Andrew, uh, shall I shall I venture into the bit that you hate the most? I'm I'm trying a new approach to this. Lately, I've been trying to trick you into it, and I'm like, well, what if I just go headfirst into this with you knowing that it's going to happen? Will you be able to prepare yourself? I'm going to be honest with you. Any part that involves talking to you is the worst part, so I'm not entirely sure which part you're talking about. This this episode's gotten real dark. Uh, yeah, it's our least funny episode because it's just us dropping truth bombs. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, hey, Andrew? Yeah. Hey, Andrew? Yeah. Hey, Andrew? Yeah. I love you. <laughs> I love you too, Chris. Where can they find us? Well, let me get to that tab. They can find us on iTunes, on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> On Google Play Music, you can listen to us on SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. You can find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. You can find us on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're doing a contest right now on Instagram. Uh, Every single day for the month of July, we're going to post a screenshot from a different film. And if you are the first person to guess the movie that the screenshot is from correctly the most times in the month, you get a free shout-out on the show. Uh, We only have one correct entry so far because uh, we're filming this on the second and we posted it on uh, the first and that person was Julie and we're about to give her a shout out anyway. Uh, But I guess if she wins... Wait, so Julie does listen to the show and answers the eternal question. Yes, it does. But she... So if she ends up winning, she will get two shout outs on a single episode. But if you can guess the theme of the entire month of movies... You win a mystery box from Ooh. us, sent free of charge to your place of residency. I don't know why I worded it that way. To wherever you live. I Can I play? Can I get a shout out on my own podcast? You know what? I'm just going to say that uh, you win and I'm going to mail you a mystery box. <laughs> Thank you. Wait. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, you should be excited for that to help promote the contest. Because the mystery boxes are so good. Yes, no, I mean, I'm super excited for my mystery box. It's going to be great. I definitely don't already have an apartment full of stuff that has been made up of mystery boxes before. You can also find us on youtube.com slash the media lunch break. We are posting videos again. We actually, we got one up of comparing, I think we talked about this last time, but comparing the third and fourth Avengers movies to the comic they're based off of. We also have a uh, Shazam video that's going to be up now or soon. I don't know. It depends on how long it takes me to edit this, which by the sound of both of our ramblings could be an eternity. You can also give us Doing money great. on patreon.com slash the media lunch you got break. It. You can uh, send us an email at the media go, lunch break at gmail.com. You can Bring go to our home, website, baby. which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Make sure it. to rate and review us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Cross and YouTube. It helps out a lot. It's super important. We have to give a special thanks to Julie. Who Thanks, is uh, our, our longest lasting patron? She's uh, one of our biggest fans. I'm her biggest fan personally, uh, just as a human. And uh, and that's it. Oh, does that feel good to be done with that? I don't know what to do with my life anymore. At least when I was in the middle of that, I had purpose. I wish I could give you a hug. <laughs> no, you don't. I'm I'm so slippery. <laughs> 
<laughs> Speaking of, on the next episode, we're going to be talking about uh, a couple things. We're going to be talking about Watchmen, and we're going to be talking about Middle Ditch and Schwartz. And the reason I said it may be confusing to some people, including Chris, as to why I said, uh, speaking of being, being slippery. slippery? It's, yeah, it's because there's a part in Watchmen, and I don't think this is a spoiler, where a guy who's really oh, yes. slippery slides through a sewer, and that's what made me think of that. I forgot about that part. I know. That's it's a, something I want to ask you about in the next episode. Okay, wonderful. All right, that's it. So now you got something to look forward to, jackasses. I can't believe how much we're both running on fumes. I just, it's really quite something. I really, I like just listened to our last episodes and I was like, well, they were really good and they were really tight. We're going to, we're going to do this right. We got this. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. I don't know what the fuck happened here.